0: Because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: Obama atomically. Socrates philosophies and hypotheses can't define how I'll be dropping these mockeries. Lyrically perform armed robbery. Flee with the lottery. Possibly they spotted me. Battle scar, shogun, explosion when my pen hits. Tremendous. Ultraviolet, shine blind forensics. I inspect you. Through the future, see millennium. Killer bees sold 50 gold, 60 platinum. Shacklet- shackling the masses with drastic rap tactics. Graphic displays melt the steel like blacksmiths. Black wool, jackets, queens. BZs the guns and rumble with patrol material glass lace with function. Heads while the scores take flights incite war. Chicks hit the floor. Die Hard fans demand more. Hey, welcome to the Black Girl tips Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. Uh Inspector Dex best verse ever.
0: <laughs>
1: How many of y'all bought that whack ass album off of that one verse?
2: I don't even know who this is.
1: Oh, uh, the Wu Tang was notorious for dudes dropping stellar. Hip hop classic verses, and then you go pick up their album, and it was straight dumpster juice. Oh,
2: Ha-ha! oh. It was about 45 of them.
1: So much pain. So much pain. About Cabadonna. I think about both of Cappadonna's albums. He still, he ain't had one verse up to that Winter Wars verse. who that Winter Wars verse was fire, though. Ooh. That's got to be the best verse by a hip hop scrub of all time. I'm, I don't know. Yeah. I I will put it up against anything. (laughs) Ha (coughs) ha ha ha! Sorry. Anyway, it's the Blackout Tips Podcast. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. Just search the Blackout Tips. We'll come up, leave us five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, and we'll read them on our feedback show, which we're doing today.
2: Yes, sir. Mm
1: -hmm. And the official weapon of the show is. The taser. An unofficial sport. It's Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. And today, Mars Day 605, that we uh, have had bobby smurto locked up in jail without his bail being lowered Uh, 605 y'all long time to be away from your family and friends ain't
2: that the truth
1: yep um all right so let's go ahead and get into some feedback stuff okay um now we have donations okay Uh that's my favorite nation you know a lot of people they root in the olympics y'all root for the united states some people are rooting for puerto rico wherever you're from that's the nation you root for i root for donation okay mm-hmm. all right now uh i'm gonna have us get a little we got a we got a new new song for the choir
2: <laughs> we got a new song for the choir hmm
0: Now
1: just happens.
2: But
0: her reaction You
1: would think I've been man. you make it Nail, Noel W Recurring Donator Thank you Noel.
2: Hey baby
1: Linwood C Recurring Donator Thank you Linwood Harold W Is a brand new Recurring Donator Thank you Harold Go to the new members class Mm-hmm. Uh Ijeoma, I Recurring Donator Thank you very much Egeoma Pamela A, recurring donator, thank you. Kim J, recurring donator, thank you, Kim. Got a one time donation from Amy R. Thank you, Amy. We appreciate you. Joy M, recurring donator, thank you, Joy. Tyvon S, recurring donator, thank you, Tyvon. Mm-hmm. Shantae B, recurring donator, thank you, Shantae. Shantae's got a man at home my brother rodney recurrent donator thank you rodney hey baby damian jackson i, I am for real Recurring donator autumn w recurrent donator patrice m left a one-time donation that says hey rod and karen thanks for all the great pods my annual contribution is here but less than last year because so many unavoidable so many avoidable deaths etc Well, i'm sorry to hear that I give to the media that feeds me. Karen, stay with the quotes, unquotes. Anyways, <laughs> anyway, who, anyone who fucks with you fucks with me. Love y'all at outstanding WC from BK. Uh, thank thank you. thank you, baby. Um. Alfonso M, recurring donator. I think Alfonso might be new. I don't know if I said that name before. No, I
2: don't remember no Alfonso.
1: Catherine B. Yes, Catherine B, recurring donator. And that's everybody, man. Thank you so much, everybody. Um, also Karen, I forgot I left on the coffee table two of the gift receipts. I need to get those. Sorry about that. Play us out.
0: Like a Pokemon, I choose you, your selection one. I got money, you got money too. So let's go have on rent. When I buy you a new purse, cause you bought my kid. I move fast like a brand new car. I move fast like a shooting star. If I say we married, then
1: goddamn we get married. If you need it and I got it, you can have it, bitch. I'm sharing. You are you crying, bitch? I'm caring. If you need me to look out for you, I'm posted and I'm staring. I should never have another boyfriend. I get jealous. Yeah, I'm almost friend, love it. I get crazy as a felon. I choose you, now you have to
0: deal. But you're so cute, you can make me chill. I think you're cute. I think you're cute. Oh, yes, I do.
1: I love that little song. I don't know why uh all right so we also have an amazon wish list right Mm -hmm. and like i said with the move uh it was suggested that we put some things on there and we did you know um and i'm gonna be real with y'all some of the things we put on there we didn't expect to get no you know uh <laughs> i just put it on there like we'll see uh good if we get it good if we don't
2: yeah like we'll save up a few duckies and eventually they purchase it
1: yeah some things we need but it's not urgent and if we have to we'll get it ourselves like printer paper and stuff like that mm-hmm. but you know people will send us some silk pillowcases
2: mm-hmm. i like
1: hmm i knew you know that's for karen's hair y'all okay. oh yeah i
2: gotta keep them edges straight sometimes i get a little lazy and i people be to wrap my hair up so i can slide over the pillow and keep my edges
1: yeah damien jackson
2: who I, I am, am for real.
1: real he sent us the pillowcases and then and sent us um a Keurig, a new Keurig, uh coffee maker um which you know we drink well, coffee and tea during the show a lot of times and we also you know i wake up in the morning and i just drink you know give me a mug of coffee and start my day and you know it's something we use every day so uh we wanted a new one because we had ours was cool but it was older
2: yeah it was older um
1: and so i just put one on there like we'll see what happens and yeah she got us this and she left us a note Hi, Rod and Karen. You two make the world a better place, and I'm happy to give your day a little boost with this gift. Your humor and wisdom are much appreciated. Thank you for being such a positive influence on so many, uh, hugs and kisses, Jennifer at JKFMP. Thank you.
2: Thank you, baby. And she
1: did say, well, she was like, yeah, I got y'all something, and it's something y'all can both share. And I was like, okay, well, we'll see what it is. And yeah, I didn't think it was that. And me either. When I went to go pick up the, to go to the post office, I saw that big ass box. I was like, "This for us?"
2: Yeah, I know, right? This big ass <laughs> box. Yeah, because I came home when he was opening it up, and I was like, "That's a big ass box. What did you order?" Because right. we, we're also, you know, picking up little things here and there. We order off Amazon ourselves. So I was like, "What the fuck is this?"
1: Oh man! So thank you so much.
2: Thank you so much, baby. And I brewed me a cup of that Trill Tea, dog.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That Trill Tea. I see you've been going through it at a, at a good clip here.
2: I know I might have to order me some more.
1: <laughs> hey, well, you know it's how you know it's a good product, man. <laughs>
2: I'm trying to tell you.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, uh, it, I have to try some myself because Karen always drinks tea. I always drink coffee, but I gotta, I gotta get up in there and, and give you know, try to do that. Um, all right, so uh I guess we should start with the five star reviews. That seems like the best place to start, right, guys? Mm-hmm um all right so first of all let's start with uh best listener ever 99 says now how you the best ever listener ever and then you number 99 i feel like you should be best listener ever number one Uh No, oh oh i'm gonna say number 100 <laughs> no no number one no that means ninety-nine, ninety-eight 98 other people have best listener ever oh my you.
2: bad baby then, yeah you're number one
1: uh best podcast ever five stars this is the best podcast ever saturday listener feedback is my favorite also itunes annoying because they make it hard to write reviews uh they they can make it hard no profanity um you know it takes a few days to see if it even posted
2: See, steve jobs is still alive because certain words they like phase out and the thing is they won't let you know that it didn't post it just won't post
1: right uh bravo slash bravo five stars by these nows uh d-e-a-s-e-n-u-o-g-h-t oh. so maybe it's pronounced these nuts okay it it's a legit five-star show i was put it off by wrestling and fearless in going about complex is uh going after complex issues uh not safe for work though <laughs> not safe for work as fuck though right karen slash rod Karen/Rod stating the room is racist as fuck and guess the race is brilliant on so many levels and responses are throwback funny but at the end of the segment like the show you left to either unpack it all or reject it shaking my head totally inviting the listener to think but being cool if they just needed the jokes please keep it up i'll donate asap but i ain't there yet <laughs> okay (laughs) thank you for the five-star review either way
0: we appreciate
1: that uh bruce and h now says episode 1257 happy birthday president obama another five-star episode and although the soup is spelled pho it's actually pronounced pho now here's what's funny about this this is literally like the fourth pronunciation of this uh, we have gotten
0: <laughs> at least
1: my twitter I don't think y'all bothered Karen's twitter with it but my no. twitter everyone has sent me like it's not faux it's fu it's not fu it's pho. like everyone had a different way to pronounce this it seems a consensus the most people said it was f-u-h like fu um. and then some people were saying it was like, like they would have puns like fu-king palace or something like that and stuff like that at any rate, I'm gonna keep calling it faux because I'm an ignorant American and I don't care. <laughs>
2: That's the way it's spelled. I
1: don't care. I don't care, guys. Yeah, I
2: don't either. It's The foe. puns
1: work better with Pho. That's the they you know, do all the signs. Yeah. The only I only saw a couple signs that used the puns that had uh, that used it in the fuh sound. Sound everything else had the Pho sound, and I'm gonna stick with that. Sorry, guys.
0: <laughs>
1: Our place is called IPho. That sounds. That looks like iPhone. It's
2: only funny if we say it's IFO. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. I'm so sorry.
2: Yeah. In fact, I had me some foe last night, and it was the it was shrimp. Oh, it was so good.
1: Yeah, I know it's ignorant. I'm sorry, guys.
2: Oh yeah, I know too. Don't, you, just, know? you know what, y'all? I just don't care. I'm sorry I hurt your the feelings. I'm sorry care.
1: everybody. I'm sorry. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not above it. Uh, I'm waiting on follow a follow up report. of of what happened at blaze's black funeral (laughs) oh yeah that dude (laughs) (laughs) levoy B. black i thought his nickname was blast not blaze i think that's a tank um funeral with the wife and the girlfriend yeah that had to be another funeral coming after that one
2: i don't know that was lit
1: y'all are so funny by dtyfji My best friend's mom recommended the blackout tips. Whoa. That's a hell of a, that's a first. That's definitely a first.
2: Shout out to your best friend mama. What Mm -hmm. up
1: mom? Looking out for us. Uh, my best friend's mom recommended the blackout tips to me when I was complaining about not being able to find a podcast that I enjoy listening to. Now I listen as often as possible. Y'all so funny and I love Karen's laugh. (laughs) Ha ha ha.
2: Thank you. Keep
1: up the good work. Uh, and I think there's a hard emoji. Thank you. Or maybe it's clapping hands. I don't know. I'm on my computer. Uh, but it says, but thank you. Hey, we appreciate it. Thank you. It. Thank you for leaving us a five star review. Mm-hmm. Okay. We know you didn't have to, Mm-mm. but we appreciate it. We do. Um, and also we have one five star review on Stitcher. One new one. Woo-hoo.
2: Oh, Before you move on Before
1: I move on though let Karen say something
2: uh, For those of you uh, leaving us a five star Review just know if you live Outside of the continental United States This does include Canada and or Mexico Even though we back the front front to back However you want to say it uh, The United States is like Donald Trump They go "Mm -mm, make America great again And so it's just one of those things Where uh, you have to let us know Else we will not see them We won't see them at all uh we built the uh Apple has built the wall and we can't see over it. So please let us know if you're outside of the country in the United States. And I um I don't know all the download numbers, but I look at the numbers periodically and I see them reviews and they ain't matching up. So it's still a lot of y'all that, that need to put five on it. Put them five stars on the uh, on the podcast. It's absolutely positive free, don't cost you a dime.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh now pass around that plate. Mm-hmm. Bobby Eight says on Stitcher, five stars, there are none better. The Blackout Tips podcast has been my, a staple of my weekly media diet since I began listening last summer. Previous occupants of that position – have been local npr stations music and other podcasts i found this show through Stitcher's discover tab after listening to the read of which i heard from the cracked podcast until i heard this show for the first time i didn't realize what i was longing to hear someone speak from a perspective other than that of the mainstream media i don't think i'll go back to a consistent npr listening as long as karen and rod are still producing a consistently excellent experience I'm taking classes and saving for a home loan now, but once that's all squared away, I'll probably go premium. Thank y'all both so much. Aww. Oh,
2: thank you.
1: Thank you. We appreciate you, Bobby H. And Yay. speaking of premium, put out a lot of premium stuff this week. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, hey man, stay grinding.
2: Um We do. We <clears throat> stay grinding. We stay working hard. And for those of you who want to leave us a view on Stitcher, Stitcher it's a tidbit more complex. But for those of you that want to leave us a five star review on Stitcher, it's best to Google the Black Guy Who Tips Stitcher review page, and it comes straight, it goes straight to that page, and you can click on it, and you can, um, it actually say uh, leave a review or write a review. Click on that, and you can actually leave us a review. Uh, straight through that, the thing about Stitcher for those of you that have left a Stitcher review and was like it hadn't posted, please check your emails and check your junk email because the thing about Stitcher, Stitcher actually leaves you, sends you an email for like an email confirmation so if you never have clicked on an email confirmation, your uh, post for Stitcher would never post so uh once you have sent the review, Stitcher will leave you, we'll send you an email, you click on that, and it depends on various, it d- depends on when they feel like updating it, uh, we will get your reviews through Stitcher, uh, if you have an iOS device, it allows you to leave reviews straight through your iOS device, those reviews do not show up on our Stitcher review page, just for those of you who are, hey, hey, I'm leaving a review and it's not getting read, if you left it through your straight through your iOS de- device, we don't see those.
1: Alright, and so yeah, speaking of premium shows, this week, we did uh yesterday was a doubleheader. i did uh in the morning boss d sports with justin mm-hmm. um which was a pretty good episode and then we had um the nerd off in the afternoon uh, mm-hmm. slash night uh, and karen was able to make it hey. uh and that was a long one you know because we don't really get karen on often anymore since we got the door in the middle of the day mm-hmm so having karen you know uh it was me karen aaron sterling and chris and we yes. all talked for like three and a half hours almost that was fun about a bunch of nerd stuff and uh you know uh, we got on a long ass suicide squad tangent mm-hmm. so uh and dc com uh dc movies versus comics and all that we all- I also recorded a episode of off-season reviews uh for stranger things with leslie mac of the interracial john podcast uh, so if you guys have watched Stranger Things, uh, check that out. You know, you probably guys, you love that. Um, uh, I believe me and Leslie did a, a review of, um, uh, Jessica Jones too. Yeah, so, dude. you know, we, you know, you know, we love linking up together and, and doing some work. Um, uh, and then also Karen and I did Preacher Season 1, mm-hmm. all season review. So anyone who watched AMC's Preacher, I think it was 11 episodes or something like that, uh, we recap. Like just basically an off-season review uh, of that. I thought it would be shorter, but that was about an hour and fifteen minutes, and it was pretty good. And I also put out a couple of pre games this week, like you know, just grinding, really, man. Yeah, so you
2: recorded with
0: bot, ain't you? And you
1: and yeah, and uh, it's not out it, yet. I haven't put it out yet, but I have a born. Uh, the Jason Bourne movie, the newest one, we will have a review out with, uh, me. It's not an impossible white man review, just a regular sport review with me and Bob from Hot Firestarter. That'll be out this weekend. And, um, you know, of course we review Suicide Squad. So.
2: Yeah, we was a guest too.
1: And we were, yeah, but that show's not out yet.
2: Okay, it's not out yet. That okay. show
1: won't be out for maybe a week or two. Okay. So, but yeah, we got another show coming out soon for a podcast called De- uh, Composite Creative, mm-hmm. uh where we went and talked with, uh, I believe it was Austin, Joe, and Brandon. And we they just asked us a lot about our podcast. It came into a long discussion. There's a lot of tangents.
0: Yeah,
1: it was fun. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, Backstories, a lot of stuff like that, um, but that'll be out in a week or so.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, let's get to the comments on last week's episodes that we had, uh, starting with episode 1256, Visibility. Um, so <clears throat> that was just a feedback show. We got two comments on it. Let's see. Uh, Tiger Allure uh, writes in, I just want to write a thank you for caring and your voice and, and support and against issues and problems surrounding the LGBT community. I'm not sure if anyone has said thank you from us, but even if they had, it doesn't hurt to say it again. Thank you so much. We need your voices, our brother and sister, to help jock those of, those, of, those of us who look like you, who relate to you because you are heterosexual. Yeah, I mean, that that is kind of like the... To me, anyway, that's a, a way to help and the assault shit, because unfortunately, there are people that only hear shit from other people. It's why I don't get mad at Jon Stewart or even like uh, um, Tim Wise or any of these people. I know there's a lot of black people who resent them. Yeah. And the resentment I have is about the need for them, not about them. Right. I'm so glad and thankful that there are people like that out there. And I'm not saying it on some you-get-a-cookie shit, but I recognize that you literally do not have to. Mm-mm. You don't have to. Because, because honestly, nothing would happen to you in your life if you chose not to speak up. Like, maybe a few people outside of like a few not-white males might say something to you at some point. But if they have no actual effect on your life, you wouldn't give a fuck. Nope. So I am thankful, you know. I think the temptation to be anti-black is already so strong. Just like the temptation to be anti-woman, just like the temptation to be homophobic and transphobic, all this shit. It's already so strong because it's the way the river is flowing as is. So it's easy to just swim along with the tide. So anybody that takes the time to turn around the other way, I'm thankful for. Um, but all that being said, I don't, I don't ever think the things we say on this show uh at least i never plan on it like i'm saying this for a thank you anyway you know what i mean i appreciate it though and it's never um you know it's like it's always welcome to be honest because people that that don't fuck with you always let you know yeah they do you know people that make up shit they never take time off people that lie never take time off but um i do appreciate it man and but more importantly i want people to know that we appreciate them like Mm -hmm you know it's a lot of people that come together to be a fan base to this show not everybody is going to get along with everybody not everybody's going to agree with everything Mm -hmm. but we try to do our best to make it a positive inclusive space and it you know and and still have fun i recognize that there will still be fun there will still be jokes not everything is going to be serious and sad all the time but uh, to me I don't ever feel like we're advocating f- just like oh yeah we need to advocate for the LGBTQ people it's really like when you look at the news I don't know how people read these stories and think anything other than this is fucked up and wrong and right. we should let people know about it it's just right you, you have to be a bad person to not care about this shit I don't know you know what I mean like we read the news we follow these stories all day and I know there's a lot of podcasts and and media spaces that just avoid these type of things, but I don't want to avoid it. Nope. I want to be able to have conversations that other people are are scared to have and be honest about it and be respectful about it and try to, you know, try to do it that way, you know, and still have fun, which is, you know, still the number one thing. One of the main reasons I stayed listening to your show was because you would speak out against irrational, unfair, and unethically sound discrimination against my LGBT family, and it's no military secret as a heterosexual black male, the majority of you aren't doing that, right? Um, my sisters speak up for us all the time, uh, but not many hetero black men see it, in, see it for us in the LGBT because they think that we are what's wrong with blackness. Yeah, that that's always disgusting to hear, man. Like, yo, I was, me and Justin, we had this dude that we play ball with every Saturday. His name is Carl. And mm-hmm. we found out basically Carl was homophobic because Justin and I were on the sideline discussing how ridiculous the fucking bathroom bill is in North Carolina. And we didn't vote for this shit, but he, you know, we're dealing with this shit, right. and we, we, are, yeah. I was like, we're gonna lose the All Star game, people are gonna stop coming, and Carl didn't give a fuck. And then we lost the All Star game, and he started feeling a little bit like, I guess I was right. But you want to know what I kept telling Carl? I said, you know, the problem is the people you're siding with on this are the same people that don't like your black ass right and he was like nah it's not racism man this is different this is he was like you that's racism that's bad i said well homophobia is bad transphobia is bad and he's like nah it's different man don't compare them to and all this shit and then the motherfucking ruling for the voter laws came out right and it was implicit it was it was explicitly put in there look, this is how black people vote, and we are trying to marginalize their vote to make it as least impactful as possible. We're cutting off early voting because black people early vote in the first five to seven days of the 15-day period. So they they shorten it to like seven days or some shit like that Uh specifically. Um, Also, you know, they want people to have ID because black people are less likely to have government-issued ID than white people. It was all targeted black people, and I said these are the same motherfuckers that you side with over the goddamn bathroom bill you are complicit in this your own oppression and it's because you're so blinded by your hatred of lgbtq people that you would go along willingly with your own oppression i said those people do not see a fucking difference between us and anyone else right to us it's all the same and he was kind of like coming around to it the last few weeks. But at this point, it's just me and Justin trolling him because I don't really res- have any yeah, respect for him, right. his opinion on this. But the point being, like, it's all connected is my point. And that's how I see it. It's like, it's not like, oh, well, I don't want to talk about this issue because fuck these people. and and it's gonna be different when it's me it's never gonna be different when it's you you know it's as much about uh like that like it's i'm not trying to get like an honorable title or nothing it's as much about me as it is about you
0: right you know what
1: i mean like it's it's the same it's all the same shit to me it's just a, a one river with a whole lot of different branches but it's the same fucking hatred river and it'll catch us all and especially and we have to be vigilant about spotting this shit for everyone we can't just be like for, just for me just my impression okay i got my uh uh i got my my chains off all right bye y'all y'all have a good one down here
2: in chainland like i don't want to be that person no and to think about oppression oppression is oppression no matter what group it hits mm-hmm. and I, some people don't see that they don't see oppression as oppression across the board and oppression can be race oppression can be gender sexuality you know oppression can be uh against females like it is a lot of handicapped people oppression is oppression people with mental illness like oppression crosses a lot of genres and there are intersectionalities with people that actually cross all these genres every genre has somebody that crosses into it from another oppressed group and so it's hard for people to realize that just because your oppression does not directly affect me uh, or somebody within my group is actually a part of your group so we're all connected and it's amazing how people do not see the same tactics are used for all these oppressed groups and the even sadder part is that uh the, the the people who are actually are empowered to put this oppression upon everybody They have fooled people in these individual groups to make you think that your oppression is worse than somebody else's and that you shouldn't have any empathy or sympathy for somebody else in a different oppressed group. And a lot of times you internalize this and turn around and the oppression is placed on you instead of you looking at the person that's causing the oppression, you turn around and you oppress another group. And it just continues this cycle and that's how you get people to the point where they vote against their own interests. That's how you get people, they, they support people that don't even like them they, as an individual person. They don't even, they don't even like the foundation of who you are and will every turn, turn around and vote things for your not in your interest but you don't care because you're so blinded on my oppression is the only oppression that matters when at the end of the day it is a lot of oppressed people out there and if all the oppressed people a lot of times would take their blinders off and look around and realize that there are other oppressed groups too you're not the only one suffering you're not the only one doing without you're not the only one that bills fucked up bills and laws are getting uh a pass and the thing is Even if you're in a group that you think that you're not being affected by this, you are actually being affected by this, whether you want to realize it or not. Because... A lot of these people, for this All Lives Matter and this Blue Lives Matter, you better police don't give a fuck about you either, and when push come to shove, they're gonna be strolling down your alley sooner or later too, they're gonna be taking your civil rights just like they're taking everybody else's, but you didn't care, because as far as you're concerned, it only affected darkies, it only affected brown people, it only affected LBGQ. Key, LBG key. LGBTQ people but one day it's gonna come down your lane and then you're gonna be like what about me but you know what a lot of the people that you turned your eye on gonna be like hey dog it's your turn to suffer now I'm not like that but a lot of people are gonna be like that and they're gonna sit back and watch you suffer when you should've stretched your hand out and helped these people because a lot of times the people that are least affected need to be the loudest because if you care things are changed because the shit don't directly affect you but because you're too busy walking your normal life and ignoring everything around you like everything is rainbows and sunshine while people are dying and getting killed every day one day some shit gonna happen in you and in your life and you're gonna want somebody to show up and support you too
1: it happens all the time like when you see people that are anti uh black protesters and then when someone dies that they know or when they go um well, my cousin got killed by a black person and nobody was marching. Oh, so you do want them to march, but on your command, right? You do recognize that these things work, but you need them to work directly for you at no other time, you know? uh You don't want to be inconvenienced, but yet you do want change. Like, it's just, you know, people pull this shit all the time. And you know All Lives Matter isn't a real movement because mm-hmm. yeah, Blue Lives Matter isn't a real movement because there's no infighting in it. Okay, like any actual movement is consistent. It consists of people, and people are messy, and so it would be some fighting. If it ain't no fighting in your movement, it ain't no movement. Like it's not real. <laughs> like well, I, I want to see the people being like, I started All Lives Matter dot org, and these people are not the leadership. Like that's when you know it's real. Like it until it, then, it's just something you say that really means shut the fuck up, black people.
2: Right, because the thing about the All Lives Matter and the Blue Lives Matter, where have you been? Like, you, Lily, did not show up on the scene. There's no foundation that says, hey, we started this back in 1662. We started this back in—no, you did not exist to then, and you're not really an organized group. You're just a bunch of racist ass people, even black people, that's just like, y'all niggas, shut the fuck up. You're dark and shut the fuck up. LGBTQ, we don't care nothing about your plights. That's all, all lives matter and blue lives matter is directly saying. You're going, Hey, you are, you are literally showing the world that we are racist. How can we walk around the world and judge other countries for they fucked up shit when we're doing the same fucked up shit and sometimes even worse than these other countries that we turn our nose up and And we think that they're not worth nothing. Well, the same thing is happening here. A lot of it is that America don't want its laundry out because the thing, the thing that people don't want to talk about with Ferguson, Ferguson, I mean, it's other stuff that they covered, but Ferguson was one of the first, especially in the age of social media, when it came to Ferguson, Ferguson had international news coverage. Like, we've had international news coverage before, but not to this point. You had, on Twitter and on Facebook, people from all around the world telling people how to prepare for tear gas, how to do this and how to do that. People that have faced this protesting for years. And so, for the first time ever, it made America realize that we're just as fucked up at these other places across the world.
1: Right. So... (sighs) all right um but but yeah i you know i appreciate it man uh he also says thank you for your support thank you for fighting for us in a way in your own way by challenging your audience to think about things in a different perspective that allows someone queer like myself who is also black to feel like i have a seat in the discussion of equality and injustice thank you both so much love you tiger thanks tiger thank you sweetie Uh, Amani says, I know stuff like this gets to you, Rob, because you do take the time to be deliberate and clear with your words, and it's frustrating when that's still not enough to stop them from being twisted and straight-up lied on. You're empathetic, so even when you feel you're right, you can see the other person's point, and that takes a toll, especially as you become more visible or whatever, and there's a toll on just being you because of what people perceive as your platform. But the inverse is also true, that you're helping that many more people and being able to impact people. Who may not have thought of things that way even if it doesn't feel that way the good you're able to do is sometimes greater even if the thanks aren't as loud as people coming down on you we appreciate what you and Karen are built because it's genuine and that love will always be returned to y'all love, to the truth is out there for anyone who cares to say it oh man thank you and yeah it's I think it's just a, a it's just fragility type shit like you and this is human negative shit just always affects people more Like, a hundred people could be like, I love what you do, you're great. And then it's that one person that will consistently troll you or consistently say fucked up shit that makes you be like, okay, now this person has my attention. They don't deserve all that attention. Mm -mm. And it's not proportional and it's not fair, but that's how, you know, it's just human. You know, I try to overcome that as well because a lot of that is ego talking. And honestly, you can't control anybody's narrative and you can't control a liar and you can't control a troll or anything like that. So... Uh it's just like you have to let go and, and hope that people that really do care that aren't just looking to be messy or looking for a fight will see things and be like okay I know that that's not how that person is even though that's how people are talking about this person and then you just leave mm-hmm. it like that um, the poll was are you going to watch the Olympics yes but just a little bit nah or yes as much as possible 10% said yes as much as possible uh, 60% said yeah but just a little bit and thirty percent said, "Nah, they won't be watching it." Karen, you been watching the Olympics? Uh,
2: no, but I have been uh, loving social media uh, because, truth be told, uh, like I said before, every time an American wins, it posted up and down my timeline, and it's a lot of black women win, winning, y'all. A whole lot of black women getting their lives and 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 stunting on them on the the gym flow, stunting them on on the the shot put. <laughs> stunting them on, in the swimming pool, like uh, we out there, like America. <laughs> what you want with this? <laughs> and so I have really been loving the coverage. I've been loving the black women getting their lives. I've been loving the joy. Like, like I don't have to watch it, but I get joy watching other people's excitement off of watching people win the Olympics. Uh, watching, um uh, Michael Phelps realizing that he is a fish. You know, like, like, that's the shit that's been cool. Like, I watched the clips, you know, and shit like that, and, and that, that has really been fun, you know, to me. But no, I haven't really sat down and actually watched any of it.
1: Yeah, um, I haven't watched, like, it's, when it's been on, it's just been on, and I watch it in the background. Uh, but I haven't, like, actively sought to, sought out watching it. Uh, but I'm also just not a very, that type of person like that gets hyped for the Olympics ever. But, um, yeah, I, I, I get the highlights from my timeline and that's how I prefer it, man. Cause mm-hmm. y'all, the, the timeline will let you know, like you
2: will instantly know <laughs> you wait. If somebody, I think the girl who wasn't shot put, I think her thing was like 11 o'clock at night. So when you wake up the first day this morning, it's all up and down your timeline. So I thank y'all for being up half the night. Cause I was probably not that asleep. So I thank y'all for informing me.
1: Yeah. Um, uh the the other part of it too is like with the video and the advent of you know social media and the instantness of it if somebody wins i don't even have to watch it it's immediately posted Mm -hmm. there you know the trophy ceremony is posted there you know the the video of what they did to win is posted like you don't have to watch this live on tv Also, it's spread across, like, three or four different channels. Right. Like, it's not just that simple to find all this shit. And, you know, it's just, Olympics aren't really my jam, but I I, I really love that so many people are getting their lives to it. And especially women, because women are so excluded from so many other sporting activities in America. You know, it's like, if it ain't the NBA or NFL, who wants to watch this shit, you know? Right. So this is the one time where it's like, women's shot put, I'll watch it because go America. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's what oh, they're no. really about. Um, yeah, so, alright. And next episode was called, Happy Birthday Obama got one comment. Kyla Beauty says, so I, so I apparently have made some kind of, uh, pho, pho before without realizing that's what it's called. I think the recipe I called on, uh, I found online called it a lunch pot. I made mine with seafood, super easy to make at home. Now I gotta try some authentic pho. hmm I said it, pho show. <laughs> part my faux pas. um the <laughs> the poll was, do you think Tyrese had a point? Nobody left a comment, but uh we have one uh we have 3.7% that said yes, he had a point. 22.2%. This is the post where Tyrese had a picture of Jay-Z, Future and somebody else and mm-hmm. talked about what they going to do when it's black lives matter and all this other shit and all lives matter. It was weird. Twenty two percent of people said he did not have a point. And 74% of you guys said uh he had a lot of points and it added up to no points. Ha 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 ha. And that's kind of where I was at with it. Me too. He just was throwing shit up against a wall. Uh we had episode <laughs> Israeli tortoise with uh JL Covan, whose album we did help get to number one on iTunes. Yes,
2: sir. Thank you, everybody.
1: Yeah, no comments. Not I can't say I'm shocked. Okay, Uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> that's what we do. The poll was: Did Mark Lamont Hill have a point about voting green? Basically, eight percent of y'all say yeah, he did have a point. And 92% of you say, no, he did not have a point. Tanya G. says, in an academic sense, his position is fine, but in actual practice, it's really irresponsible. It's the same argument a lot of Bernie people made when they said they wouldn't support Hillary. They seem to think if they help Trump win it, it will be so bad, people will rise up and start a revolution. The level of privilege he has to think, this makes me angry if this happens, the people with the least amount of resources will have to deal with the fallout of this social experiment, also revolutions aren't peaceful, they are bloody and dangerous and don't work out great for most people, we had the revolutionary war and it worked great for rich white men so when I heard him say it as just as just, uh when I heard him say it I just thought fuck you fuck you fuck you after Bush was elected both times I thought how bad can he be and he decided to show us Trump has even less credibility than Bush did so I don't want to see the kind of crap he'll pull
2: right
1: yeah I do feel like the people that are floating this idea whether they want to admit it or not they do have some level of privilege
2: yeah they're not going to be affected by it no matter what they say they're not going to be affected by the fallout
1: right um uh the the, yeah. I, I mean, because e, you decided that whatever is is bad for you, is fine.
2: Right, and you and you can deal, quote unquote, deal with the fallout. Like, yeah, it's going to affect me, but not that much. But what about the people? It's going to literally change their lives, make them homeless. They're going to be without. They're not going to have. You're going to have millions of people across the country all of a sudden. Uh, be affected tremendously like you're not going to be quote unquote at that level but you're to the point where you go okay I might be a little uncomfortable they might change a few laws around me but you're not going to lose your home overall your your income ain't going to dip overall right. you're going to be just fine so yes you're at a point of privilege if you can truly say that and just be like it doesn't really matter because technically you're saying even it if, doesn't really matter
1: even if you think it will affect you you and you're like, but I'm willing to sacrifice it for the other people. It's, pro- it's still privilege. It's right, still privilege. Because
2: you have something that you can sacrifice. Yeah,
1: it's still privilege, man. I know that they don't, like, I've heard, this is why I'm kind of over talking about what the fuck people going to do with their one individual vote. Mm-hmm. None of it's interesting, and, it, and nobody wants to hear the truth about their vote. Everybody wants to, like, talk around the truth of their vote. And it's like, you're not that fucking interesting. You know what I mean? Like you haven't presented some fucking new idea that no one's ever thought of. Right. Yes. Ultimately, you have to pick between one of these two people that will probably in all probability be president. Like there's 0% chance it won't be one of these two without something happening to one of them. So that's where we're at. Pragmatically, that's how I'm at. The, 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 The ideas and philosophy around what you want to do with your vote. Hey, man, good for you. You know what I mean? End of the day, I, I'm willing to entertain whatever the fuck you say, but I'm not actually fascinated by it. And I think in a lot of these cases, what happens is that people are fascinated by it. I'm not one of those people. You know what I mean? Like when I brought up my Hill on the show, I still was kind of like well everyone's talking about it so I'll bring it up but I'm not, I don't want to interview Mark Omahill Hill about this, I don't want to give him more attention because of it, it's not that fascinating you don't like Hillary Clinton enough that you would be like fuck America y'all, we do, our only thing I'll accept is a perfect leftist candidate that has you know, that that, that I that I like, and that's fine that's your prerogative, yes, it is. nigga you have one vote, it ain't happening so I'm not worried about it You know, in the history of America, that has never, ever happened. And it won't happen. It doesn't matter what theory you come up with. It doesn't matter, like, unless you, like, yeah, it's just not going to happen. So there's no perfect candidate. And what my ultimate belief, and one of the reasons I don't want to engage in a lot of these debates, my ultimate belief, and I don't expect people to admit it, is that it's a lot of misogyny and they, and they, some of them aren't even aware of it. Men, women, everybody—they aren't even there. aware of it. It's just—it is what it is. If you are woke enough to see that a lot of the shit the president Obama dealt with and Michelle Obama deals with is racism and misogyny and shit like that—if you're—if you can see it for them, don't think, don't act like this country is different for her, cause it ain't. You know what I mean? The level of perfection that we would require from a woman candidate is completely uncharted you know the fact that people run around calling her a liar as if the other alternatives are a whole bunch of truth tellers is fucking ridiculous come on dog it's ridiculous like it's, it it, like that's why i said i'm kind of off of the idea of like i'm not really into people that simply can point out there's a problem with something because i know there's a problem with something because i'm smart and i'm uh, i've been alive this long like everything has a problem there's a problem with me there's a problem with you there's a problem with this podcast there's a problem with politics there's a problem with every politician it it, like you're never going to present a perfect anything so just being able to point it out to me is like that's like me giving you credit for you going hey the sun's out yeah no shit you know what I mean? But do I carry an umbrella or not? Like that's the question I have for you. What are we doing? Are we staying inside? Do we turn on the AC? These are the questions <laughs> that, that come from you pointing out this simple truth that the sun's out. What's the temperature? You know, there, there's more to it than simply pointing this out. So, um, I think a lot of people get off on the pointing out shit and then they stop the train right there and they go, this is my stop on to the next problem. And it's like, you didn't solve shit so yeah I mean you know ultimately uh Hillary has issues Bernie has issues Trump has issues all these people have issues if your whole thing is I don't see the difference between any of them cool that just really means you have a level of privilege that you don't give a fuck that's all right and you don't want nobody to bring it up you don't want anybody to say it because it's the truth and it makes you look like a bad person but it's the truth you don't want to hear the truth we're talking about honesty right Let's talk about honesty. You don't want to vote for somebody you just don't like. Because they, because even if you were going to vote for Bernie, she holds 93% of the principles that he had. So you just don't like her. That's cool. He voted for the same fucking crime bill that she said super predators about. So so it, like you just don't like her. I don't have time to wade through all this fucking bullshit to get to the actual truth that you're in denial of. It's, it's not worth discussing. It's too much. I had enough of this shit with the Bernie people. I saw through that bullshit. I see through this bullshit. If you black and you not voting for for Hillary, cool. I don't actually give a fuck why. You know what I mean? You don't have to tell me or explain shit to me. And the people that feel so fascinated by this, I don't know why, because we've never had a uniformity of opinion, period. And I still expect her to get ninety something percent of the black vote. Because no, it ain't that many dummies who are actually going to be like, i'll just risk a trump presidency it's not that many people so it, so this this small number of people shouldn't get all the fucking attention like cool go vote for jill stein she's not perfect either you know that's all so anyway good luck everybody uh <laughs> uh so what was the uh poll for this one? Oh wait that was the poll right uh and then i and i read the comment right yeah mm-hmm. cool all right so episode 1259 the where we had our girl nick ju on now this got four comments so i feel like y'all listened to jl and said shook y'all head and moved on ah bought the moved on and you know what that's fair that's very fair mm-hmm. <laughs> J- J- yeah. J- that man makes me laugh so much man but he is not a good person <laughs>
0: He's just, ah, 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 he, he, he just
1: not, man. He's just not, man. He's my friend, but he, I, when I talk to him, I always end up being like, man, you really ain't shit. Um, Lil Moe0219 says, them Apple jokes though, Karen went in <laughs> about Apple and the discipline that she would get, uh, for white people, babies. Amani says, Rod, no need to slander us New York heads. Oh my God, New Yorkers. Y'all so sensitive why y'all so sensitive y'all make it easy i didn't even really say nothing i really kept it light but y'all so sensitive man look flex y'all y'all gotta own that
2: <laughs> that's
1: your people that's y'all people don't that's your mans okay that's your mans and them do not try to because when some corny shit happen down here right. we gotta own it Okay, we own Lil John and them. We own Crunk.
2: We own Master P.
1: We own Master P. We that's us. You know, all us. Don't be trying to be like Nah, Nah. See, we don't really fuck with him. Mm-mm, nope, Nope. We don't really fuck with Petey Pablo in North Carolina. But I know y'all niggas be joking, taking y'all shirts off and waving like, Oh, these niggas in North Carolina. <laughs>
2: them niggas down south.
1: Right. Mm-mm, mm. Y'all gonna take this. Anyway, he says we don't even fuck with flex like that. He was always a joke to me, even back in the '90s. Yeah, to you, but he was on the number one radio station for hip hop during all that time too, right? He a joke though. Somebody's listening. Y'all write him checks. Hmm. He's still on the air, but he a joke though, right? Come on now, come on now, <laughs> come on, buddy.
2: He coined it to do you, but somebody was listening, baby.
1: He put out some albums and had the number one hip hop artist on them. Come on, man.
2: Why we got? Why we got to revise the history, man? Just take the hell, New York. Be clear. <laughs> Take the L, New York. <laughs> <laughs> Them vines. How old is that man? In his fifties.
1: He, he, too old to be acting like that. That's all I know. He too over this shit. Oh my god. Oh, that's right. Nick Juice not here now. I can probably play some of this audio. Oh my god.
2: Oh, that's right. Cause she couldn't hear it. That's right
1: oh my god it was so ridiculous man
2: it's like you yeah we gotta work on that i can
1: i cannot believe that this is a, a real thing that people let let happen um let me see if i can find it yeah here it is he responds to drake and tell stories i think that's the the link i had it's on youtube but yeah this y'all man um. Stop trying to lie like like it's not. Funk master flex night. Nice. Funk master flex night. <laughs> master, master flex night.
0: Since last year,
1: I got I got to bring the yeah and right, man. I need something I can speak my mind on, man. He's, they can think I'm playing with him this year. Yes. That's such a classic hip hop New York beat that they put behind them. It's like every beef gotta be to that beat.
0: I hope I got the festivities right. I don't even know if that's the right word. But when did when did this happen? Was it uh, was it Thursday night? So I think New York City because I want to get my I want to get everything right. I think Complex had first reported that Drake had said at Hot 97, but that's wrong. Yeah, that, that was not what was said. So then when the audio came out, I think it said he says Hot 97 is lying. And um, oh, and they—I said I'll do your show uh, when you—or was it if or when? When you fire, I want to know that. Right, you have the—you have it. Oh man, they telling lies on Hot 97. That's how it goes.
1: I told them fire for a Flex, and then I'll come and do your show. Okay. Plus
2: me and Kanye, we just left by the studio. My uh. first night in the garden, I'm feeling like D
0: world Okay. so now I understand. So,
1: <sighs> how old is Flex? To be arguing with this this nigga? He got to be about forty something, fifty something, right? Go check. He got. Come on, Flex.
0: So he said he said when you fire, not if, but when.
1: Okay. This got over four hundred thousand views, man. You cannot pretend like this nigga not popular, man. He's forty eight. 40. Oh, God. Yeah,
0: I know it's close so, to 50. I want to touch on this a little bit. So, I know that him and Ebro had a uh, a lax, joking conversation about maybe the Joe Button situation and about if Eminem was to step into it, but Drake is saying he didn't say that. Just like he didn't say the stuff with that magazine about Hove, right? I just, okay. I just want to make sure that that's what happened. All right. Now, in his being terrified of possibly Eminem taking him serious and firing on him, I don't know if that panicked him. But let me tell you something, New York. He had already, he not only told Ebro that uh, if you fire Funk Flex or when you fire Funk Flex, he also said that to T.T. Torres. He said that to a few people at the station. And I want to clarify something. People think he's talking about radio show. He's talking about concerts.
1: I want. That. Nobody cares about all this. This is a level of detail that. But yeah, um, this this New York right here, man, I'm still in it, moving right
0: along. Wait a minute.
1: Oh. Okay. Told so, you had that new
2: sound effect. <laughs> oh. It made me laugh every time I heard it come on man even
1: if, like join us in clowning him then don't write in if you're like listen that's not really representative of new york just y'all it is representative of new york even if y'all clown him y'all be like we clown him too let hilarious. us clown too
2: because we clown we clown this shit that, that's, that's hilarious down here
1: he said, but well, he was always a joke to me even back in the 90s, but you had to put up with him before we had internet radio. Now he's just a relic of a different age, getting by on his connections because he used to be a gatekeeper, and he's salty. This generation doesn't need him anymore.
2: Yeah, I agree with you on that one, baby.
1: For sure. So good to hear Nick Jew back on the show. She's the best. Save this ep and that tea just to get me through the day. And Karen is killing me with those apple puns.
0: <laughs> if white
1: people news is just her cracking herself up, roasting that poor baby every week, I pay... <laughs> I pay extra on my premium subscription just for that. Uh, Max says, I tried a Waparito today. Not terrible, not great. Would be a good meh meal for your of the vote day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They should add some sriracha to it and jalapeno cheese. Mm. Mm-hmm. See, this is why I need to be working for. Max says, the next day... Y'all go on a rant about the hotel. The next time y'all go on a rant about the hotels, y'all need a lot of those flex bombs and ooh.
0: Come <laughs> on, oh, man.
1: How is that not funny to everybody?
0: <laughs>
1: oh, Flex got him a new sound. He was yes, boy. Yes, he was...
0: I'm here for it. I'm here for it.
1: He was so happy to drop that ooh. Let's
0: see if I can play that again. I don't know if you know this. But everything is built on top five, and that's being in the top five. I should know, because I'm in the top five, so I know what the top five feels like. And I'm still in it, moving right along. Wait a minute. Oh! <laughs>
2: <laughs> you had him press the button, dog. He said, let me hit this, let me hit that button. Woo. <laughs> Ooh, boy.
1: Oh, boy. He was like, y'all gonna hear this. Come on, man. That's funny. That's hilarious. That's funny, man. You can't be acting like It's funny, dawg. Come on. come on. Dog. Come on.
2: You got come on, doll. You laughing. You listen <laughs> to your headphones laughing.
0: It's funny. Ooh. <laughs> it's
2: funny. You can laugh with us. Come on, doll. Laugh with us.
0: <laughs> come on. <laughs> oh shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
0: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: best I don't <laughs> want to do anything else that went with that that was all he caught uh,
1: that was the only one I listened to the whole thing and he just had he was so excited about his um, you know his new uh, what do you call it uh, he was so excited about his new sound effect yes he was
0: that,
1: <laughs> like that yes, was all he, he was. had he was like mm-hmm.
0: ooh <laughs> oh yeah <laughs>
1: so yeah
2: y'all better be careful uh guys uh whoever your sexual partner is they they hit that sound you better look around for funk master flex around the corner somewhere
1: i just don't appreciate all these new york dudes writing into the show trying to you know trying to deflect you know i feel like they dissing us and i gotta yeah you don't have to talk about this yeah imani was writing in and he was talking a whole lot of shit in his in his response. And another dude hit me up on, hold on, let me make sure, Twitter, you wanna get my details right, North Carolina. He hit me up on Twitter, ah! and he was letting me know that he had a problem with some of the things we said at the Black Guy oh Hotel. Oh
0: my God, this
1: beautiful? Mm-hmm, that's right. Let's be clear. I don't appreciate it, so don't write up here no more. Trying to diss us, okay? Because Imani, I know that you do not pay all your bills. Oh my god, is this beautiful?
2: What the hell is happening? You making shit up. That's
1: right. I know you're behind on your student loans. Oh lord. I'm, ah! te- I'm telling North Carolina. Oh my god, is this beautiful? Now ah! everybody knows, okay? Alright, let me stop.
2: <laughs> I have other things to do today. <laughs> And this is why I'll be a Tampa co host, because I'll be like, That shit ain't right though. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm supposed to agree, my bad. Right. He dissed us. Like all oh, good
1: women, my bad. He dissed us by disagreeing. And we had to uh we had to go at him, Karen. That's the New York rules. Uh <laughs> 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 I was speaking in his language. Uh but nah. Mac also said Thank you
2: sweet. Thank you for writing there.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. He said and in fact you ought to drop those bombs when Karen's talking about fellas not standing up for his sisters. Yep. I will drop the bombs. Well, we don't have bomb sound effects, so we just had to go with, uh, this. Oh my god, this beautiful? <laughs> I
0: love that sound effect too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the poll was, would you try an ap- a Waparito? And 70% of y'all said no. And 30% of y'all like me. Yeah, I'll try it. Try anything once. Uh, <laughs> 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 and the last episode was Akineli for mayor uh episode 1260 Uh, we discussed a whole bunch of stuff including akinelli running for the mayor of miami because he um they were being pretty racist against him it sounds like Mm -hmm. uh we had a couple comments a girl think pretty smart says that kid is annoying oh yeah that's right this is the controversial episode so we had that nerdy kid that got picked on for having some fee yeah and then he went in the car and made a facebook uh video Um, that went viral and i think he even got invited to fela and to Mm. sit in on that meeting and everything so good for him Got
2: some shoes out
1: the deal yeah but just make sure that you know when you get back to the to the park you let them niggas know you went to that meeting okay Mm -hmm. let them let them know that you know you gotta show them like oh yeah these old things anyway that kid is annoying (laughs) yes miss smart he should be playing and learning survival skills. He need to be toughened up. He looked thin. They are, t-
0: <laughs> oh Lord, he look thin.
1: They are probably trying, already running him for
2: his lunch money. No, probably is sweetie, you right. Oh no. Oh, Whew. He needs to
1: listen quietly to some adults gossip like Rod said. Take that information and crush his classmates. If he doesn't get some backbone 20 years from now, he will be copping pleas for cops and blaming blacks for getting killed because of what they are wearing. Of course the cop killed him or her. She, he had to me, had on fancy shoes. He wouldn't be able to afford that stuff. So ah! I know he was doing something illegal. Nice things on a black body equals cause for execution. Oh. And then she responded to her own comment and said one more thing. This is about this series. Uh <laughs> black racist suicide have been creeping up since the late 90s at least. I did graduate research on this and was stunned. In digging deeper my by, by age and gender, much of the young black suicides were kids, young people who were quote unquote assimilating. These are kids slash youth who, 50 years earlier, weren't exposed to suicide as a real option. Further, <clears throat> we started to be less connected to our communities. Even now, we still treat suicide like isolated incidents when in actuality it happens a lot if we start considering unsuccessful attempts. I right. haven't looked at the research and numbers in years but i suspect the influx of prescription drugs has had a negative genetic impact on eggs slash sperm which we see in brain functioning in kids so, specifically causing an imbalance on the levels of the neurotransmitters dopamine neuro wait neuropathine no uh i don't know if i pronounced that one right and serotonin which some believe are connected to depression yeah, you never know, man, and especially um, when you're talking about assimilating, because like, that's a class thing, so then it becomes different options
2: for people. Mm-hmm. and Options that we never had before, because like, like she says, time went on, we went from separate but equal to integrated but still separate but equal, but now all of a sudden we have access to, like she said, prescription drugs. We have access to uh, other options that otherwise we would have never even thought about.
1: Yeah, you know what's funny, too, though, is, like, also you're subjected to, you're still subjected to that racism there. you still, you may not feel like you can reach out to people. You may feel isolated. Um, There's a lot of reasons. There's a lot of stuff. And, like I said, a lot of people are now, through social media, where you can also group up and see like-minded people. You're also able to see your oppressors, and they're able to find you, and they're able to pass that shit on. Like, specifically reaching out to you. You know, it's like anytime you talk about Black Lives Matter, someone has to... There are people that just troll Twitter all day waiting for someone to say it. So they can be like, "Mm mm-mm, nope, Uh, let me tell you why this one is different. Uh, Prof. Corey says... The discussion about race and suicide going up in kid, up for kids of color was powerful. You touched on plenty, so I won't try to add, but I wanted to share this piece on lynching videos, photos, police brutality videos, and self-care. Our community have always created resources for coping. It doesn't take the place of culturally competent counselors, but folks of color are being protective. Um, oh, and this is Vox article, what I learned about police brutality videos from studying images of lynching. Um, it's a little bit long let me see how long this is Uh, i might not be able to read all of it but uh yeah i definitely won't be able to read all of it for this but i'll I'll get to it later though i'm gonna save it um and make sure i get to it so i appreciate you for putting that in saving this right now all right but uh yeah um yeah we i think we are seeing a lot more of this and it has to be affecting us on some level and i think also one of the ways we protect ourselves is with this humor like black people are funny our gallows humor is so fucking good
0: yeah
1: i it's why i love our people it's why i love what we do it's why it's why people can call a show like this which i don't call i wouldn't myself call it a safe space or anything like that but it's why people do call it that because they share that same kind of dark humor of our oppression is so fucked up and what we, our history is so fucked up and the things that we've had to do to survive are so fucked up but in the same time our love for each other and our like perseverance is uh magnificent like and part of that for me it's not every black person not every black person the same but part of that for me has been the survival instinct of um laughing honestly
2: yeah you better
1: like sometimes like i don't know i can't say it happens to everybody but sometimes i read an article and it's so fucked up i start i i don't i don't actively think this but i start laughing before i even realize it i'm just like I laugh is my first response because so ridiculous. the ridiculousness of 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 the mentality of people who are oppressive and the ridiculous of the ridiculousness of life is sometimes I can only laugh. You know? And I don't know if it's just to be like, "Oh, I'm laughing so I won't cry" or I'm laughing so you, what I'm just laughing cuz it's so ridiculous. You have to see the humor in it or what's the point? You know what I mean? Come on. Like, I have to laugh because I just don't know how else, how am I supposed to treat, even when something is deadly, dangerously serious, sometimes I laugh because I'm like, how am I supposed to treat this world, this silly, silly world? This world is ridiculous. Hating people for the color of their skin or where they were born or what religion they are, like, it's so silly. It's just... You know what I mean? And we're all going to, like, this thing's going to spin around. <clears throat> we're going to die. We're not going to be here one, one day. Right. Most of us aren't going to leave a legacy behind. Most of us are not going to change this world in any significant way. Nope. And we'll just have to keep hoping that the generations pass, like, get a little better, a little better, a little better. But something in humanity is fucked up and flawed, and it's always going to be some people paying the price for that. And, uh, I, like, I, like I said, I have to laugh because it's just – if not, then th- then this would be a joyless experience. I don't know how people that don't have a sense of humor or, or have that broken in them. I don't. I can't really relate to them because I don't have that in me, and they probably can't relate to me either. And they probably think like I'm a dick or I'm a bad person, or they think everything I laugh at I cosign, which is uh, true. to me a ridiculous thing to to think. Right. But that's because my mentality is so different than theirs. Like I'll laugh at something I disagree with, all the time like i'll just be like that's funny and i also would but i don't believe it you know what i mean um and there's plenty of people that are funny but they are getting by on saying a bunch of shit that everyone agrees with so it's not actually that funny Mm -mm. so it's you know it's like that catch 22 you want to find that sweet spot where you're being true to yourself but you're also being entertaining and i think that matters a lot for me All right, the poll was, should that kid with the feel shoes learn to make jokes back to those kids? Now, Karen was on the no, he's got it all figured out part. I was on the yes, you got to say something part. Who do you think won, Karen? You did. That's damn right I won because I was right. 81% of y'all agree with Rod. Me, the right one. You got to say something, man. Okay, I didn't say get a gun, punch a kid, get in a fight. I just said, look, they roasting, you got to come up with something to say back. Okay, that's it. Okay, they'll respect you afterwards. Then you'll be one of the crew. I I, I worry about little dudes like that because... I feel like...
2: There needs to be a balance. and I do agree with you with that. There has to be a balance.
1: Yeah, well, I didn't... I, for the record, I didn't say you need to start wearing nikes or nothing. You just got to no. say something back. Don't be in the car talking to your parents about that shit. Ah! Running to the car. I mean, he ran to the car with his arms to his side. like ah! <laughs> Like Friday and shit. He going to cry in the car. Um but but yeah, I mean, it's nothing wrong with uh I love that he had that kind of relationship with his family and parents that he could say that shit. Right. But at the same time, I mean, and I love that he was uh and I don't mean this pejoratively, but I love how articulate, well-spoken and smart he was and the, and the, like how he was doing this with his head. He was like, "It's what's up here." And I, that's all cute, that's all good. Hey man, you got to go outside with your cousins. Hey y'all got to play the dozens. It's cool. Right. It's just part of the initiation of being a black person, man. It's it, At least in your environment. Some other places, that shit may never come up with certain people. But where you from, they roast kids at the park at the court, okay? It is what it is. You can either stop going to the court and be a fucking the, the weirdo who stopped playing basketball, or you can go down there and have some fun and make a couple jokes back and don't let them get to you, man.
2: That's all.
1: Because they ain't about to listen to that whole 10-minute spill about, the power of your mind. I know that for a fact.
2: Ah, no, not kids, though. No. Yeah,
1: they ain't about to hear <laughs> that. Listen,
2: you guys
1: worried about my feet but you need to understand all these shoes are made in countries where they have oppression and what? What? where's everybody going? <laughs> what right, about they... the power of my mind? They do walk away from you. You think about the power of, uh, come on, y'all. Pass me the ball, please. Like, you just, just say some jokes back, man. It's cool. Uh, anyway, and, and for the record, I never advocated a fight or something like that. Although, I will talk about your mama if you hmm. Amani said, Man, that kid better learn to snap back. My eyes glazed over anytime someone mentions education over Jordan. Yeah, that's true too. But kids will roast anybody about anything. Doesn't that's matter true. how much you have your stuff together. Logic ain't going to stop it, only making them laugh. That kid needs parents that will teach him the real life lessons. Um, he has a link to something. Oh, and someone linked me on Twitter to a video where uh they were teaching the kid to do the dozens and that video that's what i'm talking about you know and because it was like i'm gonna say he it has fat. to
2: learn skill
1: yeah i'm gonna say he fat like mark Henry. It was like no don't say that oh yeah here, here it is this video okay he linked me to it here this is like this video i fully support like there's nothing wrong with uh there's nothing wrong with this right here let me put it in the chat so you guys can see it um First day of school, teaching my boy how to roast. This is from What's Up, A M Super on uh, Twitter, and apparently it's having some time. It's taking some time though. Oh boy, let off. me
2: get you, boy. You look so ugly. You look, you look fatter than than Mark Henry. Who's
0: Mark Henry?
2: He a wrestler. No, you gotta say. You could say that, but you gotta say, boy, you built like Mark Henry. so you
0: do like Mark Henry. No, built. Boy, you built like Mark
2: Henry. Yeah, I see, that's funny. It didn't look, not look like.
0: Boy, let me get you. Boy, you built like Mark Henry.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that, that's funny. You really got to utilize the stuff around you. Like, let's say, like, you in a, in a cafeteria, right? You got to be like, boy, you don't get your milk carton here. You know? <laughs> boy, you don't get your
0: milk carton here. Yeah, like, you got to, like, look at the stuff around you and use that. Oh boy, you better get your broccoli looking in. Yeah. Boy, yeah. you better get your bread looking in. Yeah. Boy, you don't get your stuff starting in. Yeah.
1: Beautiful. That's all I'm talking about, y'all. You know, you can keep all that inspirational stuff inside, man. Like, we, I, I, it's a time and place for that too, but.
2: Yes.
3: Oh,
1: that was cute. That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. We had one voicemail. Let me
3: play that. Yo, what up, niggas? This is Leonard. <laughs> Just calling in. You know what I'm saying? First of all, I say, what's up? What's up to everybody? Black Eyewitness Nation, all mine. You know what I mean? Um, but yo, this this call is for, uh, it's a response to uh, the clip that they played on Wednesday show of the little young boy who got picked on by the Sneakers. And, you know, Rods whole thing about, yo, you got to clap back. I totally agree with that, my nigga. You know what I mean? Like, that is definitely something that I learned when I was growing up back in the day in Hartford, Connecticut. You know what I'm saying? Like, we definitely had to learn that still really does sharpen still. You know what I'm saying? So anytime cats had jokes, you had to say something back. And it's not even anything about being, you know, a thug or a gangster or trying to fight people and all that kind of stuff. If not no, like, hyper-masculine type of thing of trying to win a pissing <laughs> contest with people. But what it really boiled down to at that time, you know, when we were coming up, you know, back in the 80s and everything, and even for these kids today, is that you have to learn to respect people. You know what I'm saying? You have to learn to give people respect, at least some basic level of respect, and you also need to learn how to command that as well. And this young guy was getting disrespected. And, you know, it might have been in the form of jokes or whatever, but that type of thing can snowball as you grow up. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you keep that shit bottled in and never really find constructive ways to get it out. So if it is even in the joke and sense where they really don't mean any harm, you can still say something back. But if niggas are really actually trying to press upon you and make it a little bit more, you've got to learn how to defend yourself. So I definitely agree with what Ry said about, you know, learning how to say something back. If they talk about your shoes, I ain't nigga, my shoes look crazy or whatever like that, but let's talk about your tight-ass shirt. Mm -hmm. Fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to learn how to say things back (laughs) to let cats know that you are not the one to just get picked on and that there won't be any sort of consequence for it. Again, it's not about, you know, trying to be tough and, and, you know, I'm going to fight you and all that kind of thing. But like I said on the show, if nothing else, at least they know If you come at LB, if you come at Rod, if you come at whoever with the jokes, you're going to get some jokes back. And we can all be some joking motherfuckers out here if that's what needs to happen. But you're not going to come in my face and say something crazy and just think that that's going to be able to fly, you know, unanswered or whatever. Because, as we know, if you allow that type of thing to continue through our life, then it becomes more and more of an issue. You know what I'm saying? There might be jokes one day. But then, you know, another day it could be somebody coming up to you, stepping in and putting their hands on you. You know what I'm saying? So you got to kind of learn how to prevent those types of things from happening. I think I'm getting close to my three minutes, so I'm going to go ahead and cut it off there. But I just want to say, you know what I'm saying, I definitely agree with you. That was something that I had to learn, you know, as I was coming up. And hopefully this young brother will learn that as well and find constructive ways to deal, when, you know, with people when they, when they come at him sideways or whatever. And hopefully it doesn't come to violence and things like that. But we don't want him to become one of these cats who has held all this stuff in, you know, for, for years and years and years, and, then it, and it explodes in some type of violent way, you know, in the future or whatever. So that's it, man. All right, man, I have that, y'all. Peace.
1: Peace. Peace. And, yeah, I agree with every word of that. Um, I know we're coming up on the break, Karen. I'm going a, I'm to a try to get off a few emails uh, real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh <clears throat> Love the ooh. show. Uh, Mitch wrote this. Hey, Rod and Karen, I don't know if I read this last week or not. I'm long overdue for sending a fan mail, but here it is. My name is Mitchell aka, at that underscore Mitch on Instagram and Twitter. I've been listening to the show for about a year now, and it's the best decision I've made ever. I would like to thank you for the last and the safe space that you created for your fans. By the time you read this, I'll be in San Antonio for Air Force basic training for seven and a half weeks. That's a long time to go without Karen's awesome laugh and my favorite line. What's going on here?
2: You be safe, baby.
1: And rise occasional make daddy a sandwich. That's gonna be tough. Again, thanks for this show. It got me through while working with crazy people and while I was unemployed and back while or, and then back working with crazy people. Much love, Mitchell. Thanks, Mitch. Thank you. Um, let's see. Oh. <laughs> uh Madalena writes in weird sexism in twelve fifty eight. Oh shit. Uh I think we know where that weird sexism came from. That would also be the episode JL was on. Hey, Rod and Karen, love the show. Just want to give you both a shout out for being so great in the way you speak and manage your podcast. JL's commentary about gymnasts and slut shaming and women being victims and whatever else at L- L- 1258 was upsetting and it just made me appreciate y'all more. But, like, yo, I'm still listening to this episode. This is a second email. And I get that he's a comedian, but damn. <laughs> ah!
2: <laughs> we told you JL ain't shit. He
1: really is the worst, man. I haven't heard the word "slut" this much since the last time I was in the frat house. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. I don't know. Something. Something's really wrong with that guy, man. Uh, I just got a weakness for jail, man. It's like he's like my Patrice O'Neill. You know how. Everybody loves Patrice O'Neill, but when you go back and listen to him, you'd be like, "Ooh, this is, a lot
2: these are lot mad. a <laughs> shit. Ooh, a mm, mm. Just sticking black women on folks. Mm. <laughs> like I'm, it's
1: it's probably for the best. Of, I'm not going
0: to say it.
2: <laughs> we don't need the letters. He always talking about me. Mm-mm. Like, I'm the loose cannon. Shout out to Oh, I'm not the loose cannon this time. I'm being reasonable. Mm -mm. Don't say
1: it. I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to make the the feedback part two. And uh, roll to the next section. Uh, Hold on a second, guys. I'm going to just do this real quick. Uh, and uh, this will only take a second to get everybody back on screen. Mm-mm-mm.
0: Oh, my God. This is
1: beautiful. <laughs> I'm calling everybody back, and I'm about to go live. And just add yourself back to the screen. Let me see how I add Karen. Yeah, there will a lot of men can come over. It will?
2: Yeah, they will, but I won't.
1: Yeah, I just invited you on screen.
0: Yeah.
1: <sighs> All right so uh back to back to the uh emails jennifer writes in white people news hi rod and karen this is this new white people news segment is hilarious the music you select for the quote-unquote news and of course most of all the commentary from youtube as one of your pasty crew i feel like a like a tiny out-of-body experience to hear this from a non-white lens i laugh and sigh and laugh and sigh (laughs) (laughs) also happy to hear you're enjoying your new home as much as I hate moving I totally agree it's awesome to purge and and emerge less clutter and update it uh, update decor that's the fun part
0: mm-hmm. it
1: is man definitely the most adult shit I've ever done
2: yeah I mean y'all we <laughs> are really like real adults like I don't know how to explain this but like we're being um uh, responsible with a lot of shit shit that I didn't care about before like I'm actually trying to keep it clean like before I was like you know what fuck it
1: Mm-hmm. I just think uh, one of the things I like about, you know, the new space is having more space and then, you know, getting to redesign things to personalize a little bit more. You yeah, know, some I'm of the decorations, or all the stuff we're doing in this room. I'm and having
2: fun with the redesign. Some of the
1: other rooms and, you know, we like went to Marshall's just for, just for like house shit the other day. Like, it's been uh, pretty cool, man. I still got some more stuff I want to do to this room and I got to figure out some kind of way to set up karen's camera so y'all can actually see these decorations because that was a the point of getting them
2: (laughs) do i need to swap with just because my aim is at the door
1: yeah i don't i mean i don't know you probably had to move that laptop or the way you sit or something so people can kind of see some of the decor but you know it's uh but yeah i like it and i like personalizing it and uh starting over and stuff you know we got that other place like six years ago and it was a totally different circumstance. Um, I mean, this podcast is six years old. So, uh, you know, or actually, well, we got that other place like four, about four or five years ago. But the point being, it, we were still in the middle of so many other things. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> also, uh, thanks for all your hard work you put in to produce excellent shows day in and day out. I love you guys. And if your show ever stopped, it will leave a huge hole in my life. Aww. Best Jennifer. Well, we're going to do our best to make sure it doesn't stop um uh fuck yeah fuck oh fuck yeah this is by john ah i pronounced it right because that's what the joke would be john says dear rod and karen i sure if you want to read this on airs it may be boring to much of the audience up to you obviously i'm reading it and i just wanted to say that, <laughs> that i'm so glad you guys discovered the joy of vietnamese food i've been in uh, look i tried look i tried to, to go to authentic vietnamese way but i gotta like meet some vietnamese people now because you know
2: yeah, like you, like th- you the said. place i
1: went that was so authentic they wouldn't serve me it was like boy, i couldn't tell if it was just racism but they just knew better you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs>
2: they was like you ain't gonna like this yeah
1: they like look you gonna order the wrong thing so yeah i gotta i gotta hook up with mark or my vietnamese friend and be like hey man come come, translate for me and let's handle this business
2: right and uh, translate the menu
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, he says uh, it's been an obsession of mine for the past year since we won a trip to vietnam and went over there in, in february just wanted to share some goodness with you the next time you decide to hit up your local place some things you might want to try uh one f fu is pronounced fur or even more accurately fur f-u-h-r damn that's like the six different Anyway,
2: everybody has a different way of pronouncing
1: it, yeah. I highly recommend the brisket. The beef broth is usually much more tasty than the chicken and the brisket is like super thin and brought out, out raw, then the broth is poured over it and usually cooks it right in front of you. Believe it or not, faux pho, uh, pho is actually a breakfast food over there, though here in the US it's usually a lunch or dinner thing.
2: Two when they put eggs and stuff in it? Oh well, sorry. That's ignorant Americanized, I'm sorry. Because he said breakfast food Mm-mm-mm. I'm thinking that shit probably To blaze it with some eggs Karen,
1: right. go- Karen gonna be up in there Talking about oh
2: my god This beautiful style. Yeah it's gonna get us kicked out my bad
1: Mm-mm-mm. It's some breakfast food they over go
2: going eggs
1: You know how you sound right now And when you got the eggs what's the
0: eggs The eggs
1: are the power that Be, be e- 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 that's how you sound right now.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm like, Can y'all put some yams in this? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ha
1: ha number two, bun. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of dishes that are essentially charred meat, usually pork, chicken, or beef with some kind of lemongrass, soy, ginger, garlic, etc. marinate. Uh served over vermicelli and cucumbers, sprouts, garden herbs, and garnished with cilantro, peanuts, and pickle carrots. Bun dishes are great because you get uh to, you get totally full, but the meal somehow still feels very light. It's great for hot humid weather. Bon me, I've had some of these. Uh one of our great one of the greatest sandwiches ever invented. Yeah, I've had a couple of those. Uh mm-hmm. C O has them. Bon me B A N H uh, Okay. Um Barbecue Pork on a French baguette with paid cucumbers pickled carrots daikons cilantro jalapenos and spicy sauce a mixture of hoisin and sriracha oh yeah. those
2: are delicious yeah, yeah. we have had
1: those before the first
2: time we had it was
1: that cq oh those are so c- good yeah i think it's c oh it's
2: cq i don't know i call it CQ. C- okay c-
1: uh for bonzio a, fa- a savory japanese crepe filled with shrimp or pork green onions and other spices I haven't had that Mm-mm. usually pile some lettuce on them and dip it in fish sauce delicious number five cafe su vietnamese iced coffee uh if you like coffee this stuff is the best it's usually very strong but use the sweetened condensed milk to sweeten it up and serve it on ice such a great drink for a hot summer day but be warned these things are potent so you will be awake for a while after drinking one i can't do that then just a little bit of caffeine keep me up uh if you want more of a buzz gin and tonics are the big drink in vietnam and they go nicely with the food especially when it's hot one more thing <clears throat> when eating pho it's actually customary at least over in vietnam to slurp your broth and noodles loudly uh it's, it's how you show the cook that you appreciate the meal it also allows you to cool the broth noodles just enough so you don't burn the heck out of your mouth uh well. there are several more dishes as well but they are more or less the state. These are more or less the stables. Enjoy, enjoy John.
2: Well, I do that regardless. So, right. I, you know, they had no problem hearing me slip up. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah. It's not really. Yeah. I actually took a picture of Karen slurping the noodles. Like Naruto. Oh,
2: I, I loved.
1: And she had a Naruto shirt on. So it was like a complete, you know, and, and, inception moment.
2: And the noodles are, do you, they're right. The noodles are really light. I actually had my second bowl last night at this, uh, is it a Thai place? Mm-hmm. We went to a Thai place last night, and I looked and seen that they had it on the menu, mm-hmm. and I ordered uh shrimp. <laughs> and instead of them putting some of the ingredients on the side, they li- they had them all in the bowl. And the dude, he bought out like the chili pepper and uh, and the spicy sauce. And the it, how you pronounce the in sauce? How you pronounce that uh, black dark sauce? Poison. sauce. Poison. And he put them down. And he was like, "You, you." He He put it down, he said, you put a little bit in there and make it taste good. (laughs) I was like, thank you, sir. And it was delicious. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Cam was in there getting her life, y'all. Oh,
0: my God, this beautiful.
2: Yeah, so I was slurping up because it was delicious. And I was eating (coughs) with chopstick noodles and everything. Honey, I had myself a good time. Uh, And I'll probably be more willing to branch off and try a different. Because this this place's foe tasted different than the other place.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, alright, uh, also, um we have one last one. Five star show, Micah, uh, Micah, I'm gonna say this on name. Uh, Micah says, hey Rod, hey Karen, every week I compose an email in my head. Finally decided to actually write in. I've been with you guys for about 10 months. You guys make the commute to and from work enjoyable I'm also sure y'all have made me look insane from random outbursts of laughter at talking back to the show your witty quips and thoughtful takes on current events is a breath of fresh air the compassion you show <clears throat> for all marginalized people is contagious I've learned so much from your show and the shows i found through you Interracial John, Another Round Whiskey Wine and Moonshine to name a few I love being part of the black autistic community feels like family thank you both for all that you do side note I gotta agree with the general consensus that karen's but i'm dumb at the end of guess the race theme song is missed it's like a song without the melody resolved oh hey man she just be forgetting man what what am i gonna say you know what i mean i ain't trying to get in no trouble it's not on purpose i promise y'all yeah i ain't trying to get in no trouble i just i just sit back and shut up (laughs) like
2: a good man should (laughs) (laughs) make mama sense Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> I, that's crazy right there
2: when I looked this woman in the eye I said bitch
1: that's how me and Justin talk
2: <laughs> when I'm not around <laughs> when
1: she's not around we get to be like that
2: I listen to balls deep at work going what's happening Ooh.
1: alright guys <laughs>
2: uh, happy left
1: handers day guys okay Woo-hoo. it's left handers day uh, officially August the 13th uh, of course they would give us a 13th uh, anyway it's uh, officially uh left handers' day man it's for all the people that you know cause people say right you're a heterosexual black man uh, obviously you know you just have the, the one intersection of oppression just racism and stuff but what a lot of people don't know is I'm left handed and left handed people we experience oppression as well you know mm-hmm. from the right man and from a lot of you guys who are ah,
3: ah!
1: a lot of you guys who are right and you know there's a lot of right sympath- uh right uh supremacists among y'all Oh Lord. uh <clears throat> there's been a lot of people that you know like an influx ever since i came out to the world as left-handed uh it's been i've i've received a lot of uh right power uh hatred you know a lot of a lot of anti-left sentiment you know uh it's in this it's everywhere it's all in the dialogue right oh that went to the left oh you're way out in left field you know like these things that we take for granted when something's correct what do we say right you see what i'm saying oh you, <laughs> you're in your you're in your right mind what does that mean what what's wrong with my left mind hmm? what about the left side of the brain where all your creativity comes from how about that how about you show a little credit to the lefties out here okay so what i want everybody to do man for the day when you go up to somebody that's left-handed man you you should give them left hand dap today okay mm-hmm. just for one day let's just give each other some left hand dap all right it's okay you know raise that black power fist with the left hand this week all right let's let's show some solidarity out here for all the left-handed people out there i appreciate y'all that support us because it's so many people 90 percent of the world's population is right-handed so, you know, it's so many people that don't care about us and our scissors and our special notebooks and the fact that we always get that ink and st- uh, stuff on our hand when we write with a pen. They don't care about us, okay? Mm-mm. They don't care that we, you know, that the word sinister comes from being left-handed. Oh. You know? The, y'all y'all really think we the devil. Y'all think something, something wrong with us. Y'all think I don't. me giving you that with my left hand, Karen, this isn't about you, okay, and your right privilege right now. This is about me. And my left hand experience all I'm, right i'm
2: sorry i'm sorry I, did,
1: I didn't say all right people was bad
2: I, my, my bad i you know since i'm not of this oppressed group i'm gonna just gonna sit back and listen my thank bad.
1: you thank you but you know uh y'all think our handshakes are, are disrespectful okay you know that uh there's religions where you wipe your ass with our hand and you eat with the other one i mean come on what what's what's more disrespectful than that it's it's sad man so i i think you know uh people need to investigate their own privilege and look into the things that we experience you know uh the left-handed compliment means it's a it's actually a backhanded compliment okay but would you say that uh left wing is is oh you're you're a crazy leftist you know? No, I'm just left-handed. I'm not with Mark Lamont Hill, okay? I'm voting for Hillary. But y'all got me and him in the same category just cuz I write with my left hand? Come on now. So yeah, I need y'all to understand that we can be great. Uh Barack Obama's left-handed hero. Nobody talked about that. You know, helping to break the helping to break the the the, the mold, you know? Five of the last seven presidents been left-handed. Now we don't claim George Bush or Ronald Reagan, but Clinton and Ah. Clinton Obama, you know, they can, they can come to the cookout, you know, Clinton, you know, you have to wait till everybody else gets a plate. Um, but yeah, so make sure you guys, you know, hug a left-handed person today, man. We appreciate y'all. All right. We'll be back tomorrow. And this week coming up, we should have, uh, we should definitely have, uh, Amber from uh black sexy geeky and Mental, yay and uh black chick watching um i'm only saying that because she came out of the having two podcast cl- closet on her own show and um also uh hopefully we can work it out um but we might have jess wood on this week too so hopefully that I works miss
2: her yeah
1: we always get the schedule not fucked up when we work with her <laughs> but we're gonna try to get them both on this week so we'll see you guys uh soon so until then